4,000 feet uh, speed, uh, 180 knots, one double check. Hi, this is Natalie Fly Girl Kelly. On this episode, Alyssa and I are together in St. Louis. We had a weekend getaway where we kind of played around. We went to a Post Malone concert. We had a big gala to go to for the Wings of Hope. Just had a really good time at an Airbnb. Is my first experience at an Airbnb. And it was really fun. It was cold. Colder than I would have liked, but still, we had a great time. We decided to do an episode just to discuss a little bit about what we want Cockpits and Cocktails, the podcast, to be. Just a little backstory. When we started the podcast originally several months ago, we started recording. There were four of us. We probably recorded two or three episodes and figured out that it was really difficult for all four of us to find the time all together to make the podcast, to record the podcast. Two of the women voluntarily stepped down that they just didn't have the time at this point in their lives to commit to the podcast, which is fine. We are fine with that. We still love them. But Alyssa and I decided to continue and recorded several episodes after those two episodes. And we may release those. I don't know. I'm not really sure yet what we're going to do with those first episodes. Maybe they could be a throwback or something. But in this episode, we are in St. Louis together and just discussing a little bit about the podcast, what we want it to be, and a little of our backstory. So I hope you enjoy it. bring to you why we have a podcast exactly we thought we've recorded a few podcasts and we thought you know we really haven't shared a whole lot about why we're actually doing the podcast and thought it might be kind of informative and I don't know maybe a good idea to kind of let people know what we're trying to do with the podcast yeah so this is cockpits and cocktails podcast and my name is fly Alyssa it's, it's just Alyssa. My name is Alyssa Vanmeter. I'm actually from Illinois. I go as Fly Alyssa. I just feel like it's easier than throwing in all the names. Yeah. I think when I first um, started talking to you, I was like, okay, so what do I... Because you had a couple. There was Alyssa Vanmeter and there was another name, I think. So my middle name is Beth. I mean, yeah. you guys know all my names now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I, my personal account was Beth. Um, and then I started the fly Alyssa because I felt like I couldn't post personal things. So like family and my nieces and nephews. So I wanted to have something specific to specific to aviation yeah. and spreading my travels and things. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Uh, I started the fly girl, fly girl Kelly. And my first name is actually Natalie. Not it's Kelly. actually not Kelly. I, <laughs> I get kind of annoyed when people are like, oh, you're with Kelly. And I'm like, okay, Um, it's Natalie, um, fly girl Kelly. Um, But yes, uh, yeah. So when did you you transfer your... Well, when I started the fly girl brand, you know, through uh, Sporties, then I thought, 
Natalie is kind of a mouthful, fly roll Natalie. I guess I could have been, but fly roll Kelly seemed to kind of like it's flow close, yeah. a little bit better. So, yeah. so my name is not fly, just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people call me Kelly and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with Kelly, but it's actually Natalie. Kelly. <laughs> Natalie and Alyssa. Yeah. And we are what makes up the basis for cockpits and cocktails. Now, as you may have known or listened, if you have listened in on our podcast, um, our first podcast, we had Sandra. We have had a couple podcasts since then. And we are here to bring to you their stories and kind of our stories, their stories and um, explain yeah. more of what well, we want to do. Yeah. Right. So when we were talking about it, when well, there was actually four of us that came together and we were going to start to do the podcast, um, a couple other girls that work at NASA and the Kennedy Space Center and that we actually recorded a few episodes with them and then they kind of figured out that they really didn't have the time to, to dedicate to it. Their lives are super busy right now. We still love them. We love you guys. <laughs> it's, it's really hard when um, everybody's schedules have to meet up for this kind of thing. And even for us, uh, Natalie's from Cincinnati and I live in Illinois. So um, yes, we do travel a lot and we see each other more often than most, but we can't do 12 podcasts in one weekend. Right. So it's kind of more about times and and we usually actually when we're at an event i for me personally i don't really like to have to try to do a podcast i like to yeah like you want to it. Like <laughs> this, is, this is kind of work but not work um we want you guys to enjoy it and and learn something from it and i think one of our main goals in this is to show you that whatever walk of life that you're in is it's never too late to change that and my story, my background, I'm, I'm not a pilot by profession. I am a hairstylist and I own a salon and I found aviation at 28 years old. Um, actually I got my license when I was 29, I believe. So it, it's something that never was in my life before. It changed my life. And I think we both are passionate about, um, making sure people know that it, it is attainable and it is, um, it is okay to do a career change or a life change. And it's definitely changed our lives. Totally. And I, I feel like sometimes I think I asked you one time, I was like, do you think of me as your mother? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit older. I'm 46. Gosh, I'll be 47 in a month. So months, yeah. don't tell anybody and don't tell anybody to listen to like, this minute of this podcast, but I'm 31 <laughs> and yeah, Natalie is not my mom, but we are pretty cute together. Um, but yeah, we complement each other. Well, don't we? Yeah. It's one of those things where you meet people, um, in your passions and you just kind of connect on that level. And last night we were kind of having the conversation that, um, you know, I have my best friends from high school. I have my best friends growing up. But something's changed from that kind of friendship to something different in your passions and in your goals in life. And they kind of sync up. And I think, you know, you, you weren't in aviation before either. So, you know, it kind of bridges that gap at a later age. Yeah. And we have those things in common. Right. And I think it's a challenge. And I guess that's one of the things I really want to talk about when we are doing these podcasts it's a challenge, I think, sometimes to be okay with things changing. 
Yeah. You know, and, and developing new relationships. Some relationships don't really serve the a purpose anymore. You sometimes sure. you have to kind of let those go or and not hang on to things that really aren't benefiting either one of you. If your interests change, because that happens, um, so that you because you only have so much time and you only allow yeah. you know, certain people a certain amount of time. I have a family. I have three kids. I, um, you know, it's. People resist change a lot, and I think that if you don't resist it and kind of go with the flow and, I don't know, it just enriches your life in so many ways. I feel like I'm so much more well-rounded. Yeah. In three years, what's happened and what I've learned and just by the three years, exposing to all kinds of different people is just And like, change. Yeah. And, and knowing that there's a path for you that's not like everybody else's. And I think that's the greatest thing in aviation is I've found everybody has a different path. They don't look the same. They're not going to look the same. And, but you can, you can have that path. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've met people that started at 16, people that started at 70. And, and it's just really awesome to know their stories. And this is kind of what we want to bring to you guys is that change, how, how to conform to those things. Um, and be okay with it. And be okay with that. Yeah. Um, I know in my life, you know, there's always, constant, um, trying to find balance. And when you feel like you're not in balance, I want to lose my mind. But, you know, I used to think that, Oh, like if I have X, Y, Z lined up, if I have the job and the, and the man and the, this, that my life is balanced. But I think it's daily just adjusting what serves you and what makes sense for you. And you have to always adjust that. Yeah, I think I'm, I've always been a very like type A personality. Things were super scheduled. Things were very consistent. And once I got into aviation, not knowing exactly having a plan for where it was going to sure. go has made me a lot more flexible and being okay with wherever it takes you, wherever it takes me. And that's totally changed. Like, I don't know about my personality, but the way I do things and even with my kids, I'm a lot more like, I'm not going to force this. I'm not going to force him to do this. I'm not going to be like, oh, it has to be this way. You have to do that. Yeah. I want, I want them to Needs see to that it's okay to like figure it out. Yeah, maybe a little bit more freely. And everybody's course doesn't have to look, you know, like high school, college, degree, you know, workforce. You know, you got to have some fun in there, but also you have to find something that really drives you, and you really can't pick that when you're 17. Um, I mean, right. at 17, what did you want to be? I think I went into school originally to be a school teacher. Hmm. It, my, my major, it took me like five years to get through college. I changed my major like four times. It was nursing at one point. It was a school teacher at one point. If I could have done anything, I probably would have gone into music because I love music, but I was like, there's no career in that. What, what's, what's it going to pay? What are you going to, yeah. Yeah, and I That's love, you lived in Nashville. Yeah. So it was kind of like, who doesn't want to be in music? I of mean, course. the competition was like, that's crazy. I need to do something else because there's just no way I can do anything like that. Now I wish I would have gone for it knowing yeah. what I know now, but you never know how things are going to work out. Exactly. But we didn't have those, we didn't have the confidence and the know-how to go about that. And I think that's something that we can offer to youth, to young women, to older women, to, to any, anybody and, um, kind of our journeys, other people's journeys, 
Um, cause you were super mom, like you were super mom in it for so many years. Your kids are grown almost. And now you're like, now what, you know? And yeah, I think you found aviation crazy. in that. And yeah, it was like being a mom, been stay at home mom. And I mean, my kids were involved in like everything, the three boys and the sports and, you know, church and they're in private schools. So you're volunteering, you're doing all that mom stuff. And and I liked it because I liked being around my kids. Sure. But it wasn't like my heart wasn't always in it. It was more like, a, yeah, this is my responsibility. Yeah. This is what I need to do. It's your obligation. Yeah. It's your responsibility to raise them. And, and, and that's okay. Everybody might have that. Uh, I don't have that, but, um, one day, you know, and, but I think there's all in balance. It's like you, you want to teach your kids that they can be empowered and, that they can do whatever they want with their life. So I think in turn, like right now you're showing your children that even at 40, you can change to, if you find something that really serves you and your passions right? and not to just be stuck. In, Put yourself in a box. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to be the Unless it's an aerobatic box. Then right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll go in that box. Different story. Anytime. <laughs> Different story. Um, yeah. I think with the podcast, I want people to know, you know, I don't know if a lot of people say, I think you're going through a midlife crisis. Now, I don't I don't know if it's a midlife crisis. I think this is my this, life dream and reimagined that I didn't even know existed. It's, yeah, I mean, this is not a midlife crisis. If it's a midlife crisis, it's been going on for three years, and I want to know how long does it last? <laughs> If it's actually a midlife crisis, how long is it going to last? I have no desire to go back to what it was before, where everything was very regimented and everything was planned. It's kind of like, I kind of am enjoying this journey and meeting all kinds of different people and being open to all different kinds of ideas and things that it's like, I don't know, it's crazy. It's a different world. It's I grew up in a small town uh, of 2,000 people. Everybody eats meat and potatoes. I love you guys. Don't think that I don't love you. But everybody's meat and potatoes. They are nurses, trade, teachers. And and that's what you're, you grow up thinking like, well, am I going to be a nurse, a teacher? Am I going to go in the military? And, or am I going to do a trade? You know, and... Not to be silly, but I was never apply. I never applied myself to the point where I could be a doctor because I I hated school, hated school. So I was at school just to socialize. Yeah, I was at school for the social. I mean, why do we have to learn? Yeah, why do we have to learn again? You know what's crazy is I had this thought the other day that like if I could go back to high school and go to like history class and learn. I would love it. I know. But like life was so simple and we had no idea yeah. that it was that simple. Well, actually we were talking yesterday cause I said, um, I kind of miss training. Yeah. Or maybe I was talking to some, another friend of mine, I think on the phone, I miss once I got into the flight training, I actually liked studying and maybe it's cause I was really interested in that yeah. subject. It was just a matter of like learning something new. Yeah. It was like just exciting. And yeah. now that I've kind of gotten all the writings, I kind of miss like working on something. Sure. It's like, I want to work on something. Yeah. And I think, I think that's something I've always thought about now that I love aviation so much. And I said, 
why could somebody have came to me when I was 17 years old and enlightened me with something that I could be passionate about and not just, you have to go take the ACT, you have to go to college, you have to do this. This is what after high school looks like. I mean, we, we didn't grow up wealthy, you know, so it's not like I had thousands to spend on college. So, you know, had I found that passion, I would have done so much better in school. And, and I mean, I went to college for a year and I had straight A's, but it didn't serve me. It didn't. I went to college to play volleyball because I got a scholarship. I'm like, going to college to play volleyball. I don't care about it. Well, it in some way. You might not know. I love probably, that. Yeah, and, and I don't regret it. So. I don't regret any of that um, or my path at all. But it, it brought me to where I am today. And But I, I just wish that I could be the person to enlighten others at whatever age, you know, that they can still do what they love to do and not just be stuck in, you Something know, that going to a really miserable job them. every day, going, you know, never traveling. You know, I never traveled until probably five years ago. And my clients have noticed that. Um, <laughs> I went from, you know, being available seven days a week, 24 hours a day to now I'm like, you know, I'll be here these three days and catch me if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to, you have to figure out what works for you. And well, a lot of the obstacles I think that people face in changing their lives. Well, Change is hard, and um, there's going to be a lot of resistance from people that are familiar yeah. with you, that have been around you for a long time. Why are you changing? What it's are you like, doing? Wait a minute, Why? if you change, that's going to change. Like This is a midlife everything. crisis, Natalie. Exactly. Yeah. Or you put yourself in a, um, you're living, what do I want to say? Well, you require, what's necessary for you to obtain a certain amount of income with the job sure. that you have that you may not love but you have this lifestyle that you've created sure. that you need to sustain. And, you know, I've moved um, to a smaller house than what I, because I, it's become a priority for me to spend more money on travel, travel than and... having a really nice, fancy home and nice, fancy clothes. And I was like, you know what? I am okay with not having all that. Sure. I'm, I'm the same way. I used to be, be very materialistic. And those of you that know me um, know that I have a closet that's bigger than um, a bedroom. But the whole thing is, is like the other day I was looking at moving and I live in an apartment and I was looking at a duplex and it was the change of 650 a month to a thousand a month. It's three times the size. It's more comfortable. It has an office space and it has a backyard and it has all these amazing things. But do I want to pay $350 more for a place to be still? Or do I want to take that $350 a month and apply that to flight training, to flying, to traveling somewhere? And you can do this all affordably. Um, so I'm like, you know, I'm just going to stay where I am because I'm, I'm not home enough to, I'm, I'm either working or traveling. So it's, I'm not home enough to permit needing those high-end things that I used to think that the house made me happy. And those, those things don't make me happy anymore. It's, it's more travel and friends and community. And yeah. One of the things you mentioned that I thought I would uh, touch on was 
try, you can do this travel affordably. I think both of us do some volunteering. Sure. And some people don't know, but like um, when I volunteer with the Commemorative Air Force, they pay for my hotel. So, and then you you work sometimes with a hooker harness and some other people. So there's a lot of ways that you can be involved and actually have some of those expenses paid and still be in that environment. By offering your time, you usually by volunteering get, yeah. or um, just helping out, being friendly. Uh, you know, people are like, "How do you, how do you get all these experiences?" And I've been so lucky that I've just been friendly to everyone and don't burn those bridges. You know, and just and be I, genuine. Be like, genuine. Don't be, don't be seeking out. I only want no. to connect with you because I want you to no, do something. Totally, for me. I am very genuine, yeah. and yeah. and I would never. I'm kind of the person that I would never go and be like, hey, will you take me flying to, you know, yeah. just somebody that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like if they offered it, of course, mm-hmm. you know, but um, yeah, I work for Hooker Harness on the side and it's more of an opportunity based thing for me. And um, we connected out of a bizarre circumstance, but um, you know, you can volunteer at EAA, you can volunteer at Sun and Fun, um, things, things within aviation. Um, and we could, we could help you with those kind of things if you're interested. Uh, but, but travel doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, we went to Atlanta for an aviation social, uh, that a friend put on and my flight was free because I put all of my business expenses and everything on my Southwest credit card and then I pay it off and so I get points. Mm-hmm. So that flight is free. I paid like eleven dollars round trip for a flight to Atlanta and back. For you know, a trip to Florida I paid five sixty per way or something. You know, you should definitely get a if you like to travel, get a car. You need a points like card. Yeah. yeah. But but make sure you pay it off because then you're gonna be in debt and yeah. traveling is addicting. So I we don't you, advocate for that. We don't advocate for going in debt yeah. uh, and being miserable. Um, true. So tell me more um, about um, what you want specifically this podcast to possibly do where do you think it's going to go what would you like to see it develop into i would like to see this podcast develop into something that kind of bridges um that thought process for people um that have thought about changing changing something in their life it doesn't even have to be aviation um but they to know that it's possible to align yourself with the right things, the right tools, the right people, and, and you can make it happen, um, you know, no matter what you want to do and youth and adults. And, um, I have a big passion for, you know, getting, reaching youth and making them aware that they can do anything that they set their minds to. Um, I didn't know that. See, I have a big passion for reaching more of like career changers and people more my age. Yeah. That are afraid to switch or there's something. It's like, I want to reach those people and be like, look, it's never too late to change the course of your life or, or change it up a little bit. I think you it know? still scares us a little bit sometimes. We were talking about yeah, that this morning. <laughs> it's, it's a little scary yeah. because you're so regimented in, you know, I have a very successful, I have a salon. I've done here for 12 years. 
I make a really good income. And so to go into aviation, I'm going to take a pay cut. And how do I travel and, and live the lifestyle I live within that? How does that work for me? And so it's finding the right fit. And I think we still haven't found that niche thing yet. But um, for me, I mean, that that is very valuable to me because that's how my aviation career kind of happened. But I wish I could get to younger people and let them know that they don't have to do this straight, narrow path. I didn't travel when I was younger. I didn't leave the county when I was younger. I thought I was going to marry a man with a souped-up truck and live on a farm. You know, not that there's anything wrong with that. There's not anything wrong with that. But I didn't. I wasn't empowered. I wasn't inspired. I wasn't. I didn't have or push. Yeah, I didn't have that push when I was younger. And now I feel like I'm surrounded by so many women at my age that are so empowered. And I guess it's this huge movement, you know, of empowering women. But, um, now I just feel like I, I want to reach everyone, but if I can get to those girls before they're 30 and make them realize to live their life now and not wait, and you don't have to be miserable in a, in a career, you know, you can find that before or change or, whatever. Yeah, true. I hope that through the podcast, we can introduce other women that are involved in aviation and just discuss or show all these different avenues that you can take, all these different paths that are available in aviation. But I feel the same way you do. It's not just about trying to get a woman to fly, 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 uh, metaphorically, I guess you would say like do something that you've always wanted to do, dare to go after some other interests that there's no guarantee of where it's going to end up, but enjoy the journey. Yeah. Yeah, Take this chance. Yeah. Maybe not like quit your job tomorrow and say, I'm going to be a pilot and don't have a plan, you know, but we can kind of help guide you through steps to get you there. And, um, you know, with a few of our previous podcasts, you know, Sandra being, uh, flight attendant for corporate and um, Valerie changing her life from a business that she's still going to continue to work to becoming a pilot and what and she's kind of in that limbo of like where she wants to go with it yeah. and what she wants to do and um, so it's yeah yeah I think and once you get connected in, in aviation you, you really start to see all the different things that you could potentially do and people are willing to share their experience and networking is probably the, this is the easiest, I think, uh, group of people to network with. Yeah. It's an amazing community. I'm blown away almost. Um, no one's ever trying to hide anything or keep you from knowing something or thinking that they can't share. Not malicious. Yeah. yeah it's, like you're going to steal anything from them. It's yeah. Kind of they're it's... always willing to help. And, um, for instance, I went to Budapest to the air races this year and, um, I had some passes to get into the pits afterwards. And, um, 
Mike Goulian. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. His, uh, I don't know if he's crew chief or mechanic or uh, chillers. Chillers, uh, his name. Anyways, uh, he invited us in behind the tape and kind of walked us through the engine, walked us through things they do to stabilize the airplane, to make it faster, to do these things. And I'm like, in any other sport, they would be hiding all of those things to be like, we want to be faster. We want to be better. We don't want to tell you all of our hidden secrets that we do to make it faster. But, But they're so forthcoming and genuine and want to help you and yeah it's it's an amazing community of people yeah so so if there's anything that you want us to talk about please reach out to either one of us and let us know if there's a specific topic you want us to to discuss or someone that you want us to invite on to the podcast that you really want to hear about yeah then we'll do our best to accommodate and make that happen yeah reach out to us and We'd love to tell your stories. That's what we're here for is to tell your stories, um, to help you, to guide you and, um, anything possible, anything possible. You. So, and like, yeah, support you. yeah, we love you. That's right. So anything's possible. We're anything cheering for possible. you. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was fun. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. That coffee. Cockpits and cocktails. <laughs>